everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DBTPFL. It's Monday. It's February 22nd. It's 2021, and we have six NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. We are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, awesome sponsors of the podcast. Appreciate them jumping on board here. Uh, love the fact that we can keep doing this each and every day. Closing in on episode 1000, so I'm glad we have Monkey Knife Fight here to sponsor us. Um, get a 100% bonus up to $50 on your first deposit. Rotogrinders.com slash partner slash MKF. I will put the link in the description of the podcast. It's Monday. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? Doing good, man. Everything's going great. Glad to be on another pod, obviously. Uh, MLB's right around the corner. You know, we're about, you know, a little over a month out. Full swing of NBA. NASCAR's going. Uh, you know, it's just just a sweet spot, man. So I'm, I'm excited to come on and, and let's talk some shop. Let's do it. Um, we get started. Eight, eight Eastern slate lock um, for this one. So um, I really like this is like, all right, this is like uh, the sweet spot for me. Um, as like a dad with two kids, um, and like dinner time with the wife and the kids and the family, like 8 PM Eastern lock is, is right up my alley. We get started here with Chicago and Houston, uh, no total in this game, but Houston is like they open minus one. A lot of injury news here. Marketing's out. Porter's out. DeMarcus Cousins is questionable. Exum's out. Oladipo's doubtful. Christian Wood is out. Let's start with the, the Bulls here. No marketing, no Porter. Um, what are we looking at here for Chicago? Well, I think the big thing is we've got to understand that, that Zach Levine is continuing to play steady. Uh, and in spots where, the, you know, he should have a pretty high pace, uh, he's getting up, you know, 20-plus shots most games. And if you look at this game log with, with no marketing, I mean, really, Steve, it's really incredible here. If you go back uh, the last 10 games, he's had only one game under 40 fantasy points, and that was 39.75. Everything else, 45, 55, 48, 64, 47, 45, 56, 48, 53. Uh, I mean, man, about as consistent as you're going to get at shooting guard. Now, he is 9,500, obviously, uh, so that's not a salary to sneeze at. But, you know, in spots like this, I just feel like he's got so much upside. Uh, so he's a guy that, that I like. Obviously, Garrett Temple now is playing big minutes. Uh, so I think from a value perspective, uh, he's a guy that you can look at. Not really interested in Kobe White. Uh, you know, Thad Young at 5,800. While I know he's had the fantasy production, I just – I still can't pull the trigger, Stevie, with the with the, his minutes so in flux. If I knew he was getting 30 minutes, I mean, I think I played that at 5,800 in this spot, but I'm really not enjoying the roller coaster ride that they're giving us with minutes. So those are really the only guys I want to play. Uh, everybody else, I'm more than happy to leave them on the shelf. Zach Levine's the guy, um, and he, he kind of has been the guy that can put out 50-plus fantasy points. It's a six-game slate. Raw points are going to matter for these expensive guys. You know, we have Luca, we got Lillard, we got Westbrook, LeBron, Beal. Like, so Zach Levine definitely would need a, a big game here. Um, and I think Oladipo being out, doubtful, um, obviously helps Levine too because, you know, the defense that Oladipo plays would, would give Levine a little bit of a fit here. So I don't hate Zach Levine. 
but like he's really the only guy. Like Kobe White's all over the place. Wendell Carter Jr. played 33 minutes the other night. Wendell Carter Jr. gets 33 minutes. Houston might have to play like really small here if Cousins is out. Wendell Carter Jr. could have a really strong game here if they're going to give him 30 minutes. So don't hate it. Um, let's go to the Houston side of things here. Oladipo doubtful. Cousins questionable. Wood out. All the John Wall, right? He we we start the foundation with the wall. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 8K, obviously we know that, that John Wall, we've seen his upside start to pop here the past two games. Uh, you know, direct correlation, in my opinion, with just getting his legs under him. Minutes have been stable. And then, you know, lack of bodies. Like you talked about it, no Christian Wood, uh, no Oladipo. And, and even Boogie's questionable. Like if Boogie sits, my goodness, uh, John Wall's going to have to do everything. So I, I'm, I'm really excited to play John Wall. Um, even on both sides, Stevie, like I know, I know John Wall's 8,500 on FanDuel, but the guy's got 50 plus point upside in this spot. So at 8,500, I think, um, I'm more than willing to take on that type of risk, uh, for the upside. Uh, I, I think Eric Gordon is probably going to hurt David Nawaba a little bit. Um, he's a guy that, you know, I, I usually don't mind, but I think with Gordon coming back, that may hurt him. If Boogie sits though. I think House is someone that we'll probably get a chance to get a good look at. I know P.J. Tucker's back, but I do feel like they'll need uh, more size. So House uh, will be a guy that I would consider. And then Tate, while he's been playing big minutes, um, he's 5,900. I I actually still think he's slightly okay um, on DK on FanBleed 66, more than willing to fade there. But at 5,900, if Boogie's out, I, I think I'm still more than willing uh, to take a shot on Tate, I feel like he'll really have a uh, probably play 38 to 40 minutes in the spot. So it's Monday, um, Sunday night blues while we're recording. And I can't help but think PJ Tucker is in play if Cousins <laughs> doesn't play. <laughs> You're right, Just, Stevie. Like. <laughs> <laughs> This is not I'm how I want to start to a Monday. Like, this is not <laughs> how I want to start a Monday, all right? But P.J. Tucker, if Cousins doesn't play, P.J. Tucker is going to have to play 35, 40 minutes in this game. Um, oh, God. He might you know only what? get 20 fantasy points in that time, but, like, at 3,500, 20 fantasy points isn't going to kill you, and he's going to open up a lot. And the fact that, like, you could play him at – power forward or center on DraftKings, like the the roster construction you can get with him like i don't know man it's it's hard not to it's hard See? not to like just say <laughs> i'm sorry say that like he is he's somewhat in play and you don't feel good about it like will's laughing like you don't feel good about it it's just yeah i'm laughing but i mean you're right it's so funny because I can just see PJ Tucker, you know, standing in a corner. But if he is going to be their de facto center, oh gosh, this is so funny. But PJ Tucker may be in play for the first time this year on a slate. He's thirty five hundred on Fanduel too, which is, I mean, wow. I mean, because you know, if he gets a couple steals and blocks, he's pretty much already about to hit value. Now we just yep. need a couple rebounds and. You know, maybe he gets two or three three pointers, and voila, he's got twenty five fantasy points. 
I'm with you, man. I am laughing because it's PJ Tucker. And I mean, we just haven't mentioned him all year, but I think you're right. Uh, we move on here. We got Memphis at Dallas. Um, sorry. No total in this game. It opened as uh, Dallas minus four and a half. It's already up to Dallas minus five. Um, Dylan Brooks is out. Triple J is out. And then on the Dallas side, you know, nobody really on the injury report. Um, so, you know, pretty full strength here. Let's start with Memphis. You know, John Morant, you know, I got to give you some credit. You talked me off the ledge of not playing him the other day, and he put up like 46 and then put up 51 the next night. Um and then he went back to like, okay, so here's they got the blown thing. out Saturday. Okay, they, they got, got blown, blown out by on Saturday, and then on Friday, he took twenty three shots. They won by fourteen. He put up twenty nine actual points. and got thirty nine fantasy points. Um, Will I think we just I, I think we keep playing John Morant. Like the usage, the shot attempts, everything is where we want it to be, and now. Dylan Brooks is out like that opens up even more opportunity for John Morant. Absolutely. Um, and I'm with you, man. We're just going to keep riding the wave because Ja isn't putting up 50 and 60. What's happening is the fantasy sites are really uh, slowing down his price adjustment. So uh, for instance, like on FanDuel, Steve, he's 7,200. Come on guys. Uh, on DraftKings, he's 75. I- I'm just, this, this is probably going to be our pod commit all the way through the all-star break at this point, Stevie. We're just going to keep playing John Morant. No reason to fade him. I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm well on board. I mean, John hits 45. We're, we're, we're running to the bank here. So uh, I like him a lot. Um, we, we've seen that, that Dylan Brooks is going to be out. Uh, this is a guy I – don't, I don't like his minutes, Stevie. I wish I knew for sure Kyle Anderson was getting 35 minutes because he would actually be the next guy like on this team. But his minutes are so all over the place. Uh, he's shown the upside, but it's, it's been a lot of peripherals, and so I'm not willing to play pay 6600 for him. Uh, another guy that I'm actually interested in, in in this spot is Valanciunas. He didn't get 30 minutes on Saturday, uh, obviously, because of the blowout. But I think he, he's probably going to be the next best play. He's 7,200. He's got, you know, 40 to 45-plus point upside. So those are going to be two guys that I'm uh, very interested in. We've got a price up on Grayson Allen now. Uh, so, But, you know, in this spot against Dallas, I've, I've looked at it. Dallas has not been playing great defense most of the year. Uh, while it is a little bit expensive for Grayson Allen, if you think this game is somewhat of a shootout and maybe you want to get some of these pieces and play Luca or, or Porzingis on the other side, I think Grayson Allen is also in play as a flyer. Yeah, like, you know, we pulled quarter, core IQ up um, with Dylan Brooks off the floor because Triple J hasn't played yet this season, so you don't have to put him in there. If you want to, you can. We see like over 36 minutes, a huge usage increase uh, for John Morant and Kyle Anderson, 4% and 5.4%. So um, Valanchunas actually gets the biggest fantasy point bump per 36 minutes when um, Brooks is off the floor. So I think you could even potentially take a shot on him. Same circumstances with John Morant. They got blown out on Saturday. They won very handily on Friday against Detroit. So um Valanciunas is kind of right on that price verge where he's a guy that can definitely go like 40 plus and at 7200 um I don't hate it and I also think this game is going to be pretty competitive overall so uh let's go to the Dallas side of things what are we looking at here for the Mavs 
And typically for the Mavs, it's, for the most part, it's just going to be Luka. And I don't think much of that is is going to change. I mean, at 11-4, I'm, I'm willing to play him in this spot. Uh, you know, I, I wish Porzingis was more than 7K range. Uh, and he had, you know, he had a little stretch here where you put up 50-60. But overall, I still don't want to pay 8500 for Porzingis. So he's, he's a guy I'm going to keep on the shelf. Mainly it's just Luka. I mean, we do have some value pieces like a Brunson, uh, like a Josh Richardson, who's going to play big minutes mostly, uh, like a Tim Hardaway Jr. But all in all, I, I don't think these guys are, are guys we want to play unless none of the value breaks our way from the in- injury standpoint. And I already think we're going to get really good injury value on this slate. So uh, it's, it's pretty much just Luka or bust for me. Yeah, like I think Porzingis is just too expensive. Like – I don't think he's a bad play in general, um, but I, I think he's super expensive. Um, I don't hate the matchup for him, but again, I, I just, if he takes like one of those like 12 to like 15 shot nights, like he's probably not going to get there at 8,500. And like, I think there are plenty of options that are expensive on this slate that I don't think you have to go to Porzingis. Um, obviously, I think you play Luca on any slate. The other guy that is like verge like tournament option is Josh Richardson just because he's cheap um, and you can play him at multiple positions on DraftKings. So he's another guy that like I don't hate in this spot, um, but that's really it for me. We move on to Miami at OKC. Um, It is a back-to-back for Oklahoma City. No total in this game. Um, so we'll have to wait and see like news wise, what we're looking at for the thunder on the Miami side. We're, we're waiting on some big news here for Miami, uh, Bradley and Drogic and Leonard are all still out, but Tyler hero is questionable. And like, this is huge news for this slate. Let's start with Miami. Jimmy Butler finally starting to see his price. Maybe get there. Like I, <laughs> this is a guy that has three triple doubles in the last four games, um, four triple doubles in the last six games, and he's still not over 10K. Um, and he gets a fantastic matchup here against the Thunder. Yeah, thank you, Stevie. I mean, I feel like he's I feel like guy. I'm a broken record, Will. I, I've been saying this about Butler for two weeks. Yeah, and I think every I think almost every show we talk about it, he's on the slate. And we just keep saying what why why is he so mispriced? Uh, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm with Jimmy Butler here again. I don't think it's any reason we don't play him. You know, you, you brought up the fact about Tyler Hero. Like, obviously, if Tyler Hero's out, uh, uh, my goodness, Kendrick Nunn, load him up, both sites, uh, w- without question. I mean, he's 5,600 on FanDuel, uh, 5,700 on DK. He will be in play. I think I'd be a lot more interested in a Duncan Robinson if he were to sit. And look, I know Duncan Robinson is just going to sit out there and, and blow through some three-pointers. Uh, but I, I still think, you know, on, on a site like FanDuel, where he's 4,500, I think he's got immense value there. Even though he does have the three-point bonus, I think the salary differential uh, is, is really good there. And then also, I mean, Bam at 8,800, I'm willing to play Bam. Uh, and Hopefully people saw what Jared Allen was able to get done, you know, with the likes of Al Horford trying to stop him last night. And uh, hopefully, you know, people will realize Bam is a good play. If, if you don't realize it, I'm telling you now, even at 8,800, uh, I think Bam is in play uh, in this type of spot. You know, like when you're looking at this spot in general, um, 
you you have to like if hero's out like everybody if you pull up court IQ, you're gonna see everybody gets a bump because like we already have gordon Dragic out you already have bradley out um a couple other guys out as well so like everybody's getting a bump here and you know it, it's a matchup against the thunder like the thunder have been dealing with their own issues and their own like injuries and stuff like that so like you just look at this matchup and like butler bam fantastic if hero sits kendrick nunn like you said both sites if hero sits like you could take shots on duncan robinson um and, and like if vincent plays he's probable he might get minutes too if hero sits just because like how many more how many more minutes can you really see like duncan robinson's already in the mid 30s most nights and um Jimmy Butler's up there and Kendrick Nunn has been playing like high 30 minutes with Gordon Dragic out. So somebody to kind of look at and think about um, if hero sits would be Vincent just because they can't really play these guys 45 minutes. Um, So like he's probably the guy that's going to be out there getting 20, 25 ish minutes here and he's 3,200 and you know he's a guy that a couple what was it a few weeks ago played against the clippers when a bunch of people were out and like had a monster game so like he can do it if he can get like a fantasy point per minute which he probably not going to average that but he he's solid value and likely would be popular on the slate um if heroes out uh, the Thunder side of things, like it is back to back for them. They've been dealing with injuries. Um, obviously, we're gonna have to wait and see. Injury wise, um, if anything comes out, like that game's over. I looked before and I didn't see anything, but like SGA played 36 minutes and he's been dealing with injuries. I don't know if we see him in the lineup here, but we'll see. Yeah, I think this is. I think this is actually a really big spot here, Stevie, because I don't think Al Horford has played on a back-to-back this year yet either. Um, I'm almost positive he hasn't. So if that's the case, I, I do think tomorrow we'll have Isaiah Roby available at our disposal. We'll have Baisley. Um, I, I think those are guys we'll will have that that will provide us some value that I feel a little bit more comfortable with, like we we're talking, you know, about versus some of the Dallas guys. Um, like I said, I, I feel I feel pretty confident that uh, that Al Horford is going to sit. He just hadn't played any back to backs. Once again, I, I could be wrong, but I think that's the case. You brought up SGA, you know, with his injury, maybe he sits, and then that's the case. That's going to open it up, you know, for Maladon, whose prices come back down. Definitely wouldn't mind paying the forty four hundred for him versus you know the the mid to upper five Ks where he's been. That would obviously open it up for Diallo as well at fifty six hundred, um, especially if Heroes out. Uh, that's another body they don't have. Game should be a little bit more competitive. I'll be interested in Dort, Kenrich Williams. Like we we basically have these OKC guys that are disposable at, at our disposal. Maybe even Josh Jackson uh, creeps into the mix at thirty three hundred as well. Justin Jackson, excuse me, uh, creeps into the mix as well. If all those guys sit, so just want to be probably keep our pulse on this team because this may be the team that we go to for uh, ultimate value on this slate. Yeah, like this is a wait and see approach for sure. Um, we'll kind of have to see how this one plays out. Portland at Phoenix, uh, two twenty eight and a half total here, highest or second highest total um, on the slate. Or no, it is the highest total on the slate. Charlotte 
and Utah's at 228. So um, Phoenix favored by six and a half in this game. You know, obviously injury news. Phoenix is good. Portland, Collins, um, McCollum, Nurkic, and Giles out. Let's start with Portland. Uh, what are we looking at here for the Trailblazers? Uh, Steve, this is a tough spot because now that all these guys have been performing, uh, a lot of them are priced up outside of the guys that just kind of have these little mini pop games like an Anthony Simons or something like that. Derek Jones Jr. is at 5K. Uh, he's put up 30-plus in the past two games, 25-plus in the past three. He's 5K now, so we need him to get 25-plus, which would just be right at value. Um, so, you know, I'm not sure about him. Carmelo Anthony at 4,700. Uh, you know, man, his minutes are just – He's just not getting the minutes. Rocco is at 6,500. Get, getting the minutes has been, you know, 35 plus, I think, three, at least in three of the last games. Yes, uh, three, 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 three for three, 35 plus. And you've got Cantor here uh, at 7K, who's played big minutes the past three games. So uh, I, I just think everybody's priced up. I think the, my favorite would maybe be Cantor at 7K in terms of tournaments. I don't think I want to play Dame in the spot at 10-9, though. I, I don't – nothing against Dame, but Phoenix has been pretty good. Uh, not expecting this to be a drastic blowout per se, but I, I think Damian Lillard might be the guy that just I don't feel like gets there on this slate uh, with at that price tag. So uh, that's kind of where I am with Portland, especially on DK. Don't really like the pricing, so it's probably going to be mostly a stay away. Yeah, like, you know, you can't argue with the usage and stuff for Lillard here recently. This game has the highest total. Uh, he's been a little bit better on the road this season, if you like those kind of things. Um, the price is is up there. Like, you're paying Luca price for Lillard, and, like, they both could get there. But, like, overall, I think Cantor would be the one that I'd like the most. Um I don't hate Covington. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. Maybe he's cheaper on FanDuel or Yahoo or something, but 6,500 is a, a tough ask on um, on DraftKings. And then, you know, Derek Jones Jr. or Derek Jones Jr. Um, with like Giles and these guys out, he's going to play uh, really solid minutes in this game. It's just he disappears on the court so much so many times that it's it's so hard to fully trust him um let's go to the phoenix side of things what are we looking at here for phoenix yeah with phoenix man i mean what's been so interesting is chris paul has been amazing stevie now i know they blew out memphis so the fantasy production didn't really get there but think about this he put up 29 fantasy points even in 22 minutes against the the memphis grizzlies and if you look at his performances recently Chris Paul has just been on a tear. So at 7,800 against what I feel like is one of the worst defenses on this slate outside of Dallas uh, and Washington, I'm really excited about playing some Chris Paul. And let's just hope we don't really see a blowout scenario. Um, you know, this is going to be an up and down game. You know, I'm more than willing to look at Aiton on this slate. He's not a guy that I've looked at a whole lot, but on this slate, you know, I think I'm willing to look at him. But Chris Paul hands down my favorite play from the suns uh i like devin booker don't love it the 8200 price tag i just don't think it's warranted based on his overall production for the season yeah definitely like chris paul I like that call um if you're not playing chris paul you could i think that's where you would kind of look at booker uh, i don't know how much i would necessarily play those guys together on a six game slate um 
Outside of that, like it's tough. I think that you know, Aiton, the they just crushed Memphis the other night. Uh, he's going to be someone that plays thirty to thirty-five minutes most night, but he's had like one or two game, one or two good games here recently, and it's just it's really tough to fully trust him in this spot. So I don't know if we're really looking out outside of like the expensive guys um, in this game in general. You know, there's obviously some really fringe value plays, and it's a six-game slate. So, uh, Charlotte at Utah, two twenty-eight total here. Utah favored by twelve, um, and I think that's generous. I know you're a Charlotte fan. Uh, Utah is full strength, and then Devontae Graham is doubtful for Charlotte. Um, Utah is playing fantastic basketball right now um, on both sides of the floor. Both sides of the floor. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are first in net rating over the last five games, um, but the Utah Jazz are second. And Charlotte's about 16th, 17th. Um, so what are we looking at, if anything, here for Charlotte? Well, I think the main thing now is, man, Terry Rozier is priced up. He's 8100 So I, I, I can't pay 8100 for Terry Rozier, even if Graham is out. Uh, I, I don't think I want to pay 8500 for LaMelo here. Um, you know, I, I just I, – I don't think I can do it. Maybe, just maybe Malik Monk is in play because maybe he gets the blowout run. Or maybe Cody Martin is in play because maybe, you know, he gets, gets some blowout run. Now, here's the deal. I actually believe in the Hornets. I actually think they can keep this game somewhat competitive. And if so, that will probably change my build uh, because, of uh, you know, uh, if that's the case, then I need to be, you know, maybe playing some Utah guys. But overall, um, you know, if you want to get in the narrative street, you know, uh, Gordon Hayward's going back. Just hasn't had the shot attempts lately. Like, I think, you know, the young guys are are, are rolling here. And I'm not going to bring up this contract that we paid him again. Uh, I've already talked about that enough. Uh, P.J. Washington – he played big minutes. Let's see where he goes. And then, you know, you got Cody Zeller, who his minutes are back down into the low 20s now. And that was even in a competitive game. It was just a, a, a hodgepodge of minutes for the big guys. And then all the minutes are going to the guards and all the guards are overpriced that I want to pay. So probably not going to have anyone from Charlotte on this slate unless it's maybe a P.J. Washington uh, or, or a fly if, if I uh, intend to plan for the blowout. But that's about it, man. Uh, I not not much interest in the Hornets. Sorry, I took up so much time just to say I don't re- don't really want to play anybody. Yeah, like you know, on ten game slates, we're always looking to try to find some games to cross off. And when you could do it on a six game slate, like it's re- it's usually really nice. So um, I'm with you on Charlotte here. I just I have zero interest in Charlotte in, in general in this game. Um, like. Lamelo and Rogier bumps because Graham's going to be out, but they're so expensive. Um, could they get there? Sure. The game has to stay close. So like, all right, let's talk about that scenario, right? We're playing a six game slate. This game has a really decent total, um, but it like Vegas has it projected as such a big blowout. And like, we're on the same page. Um, we don't love Charlotte. All right. Well, let's how how do we get contrarian on a six game slate? All right, well, this is one of those games that you could potentially look at to get contrarian because you can go with Lamelo or Rogier or Hayward. I, I think Hayward would probably be my favorite of the group. Um, 
just in general, and then yeah, run I, it I back. I think it would be Rozier, bro. I, I I know the price is it, but Rozier's shooting a cover off the ball right now. It's insane. You don't believe in narratives, Will. This is a, <laughs> Gordon Hayward is a Utah drafted um, player and already has a 49 spot against this team once this season. You don't believe in narratives, Will. Come on. Um, well, and, and for what it's worth, for those of you that, that just want a little quick fact here, we did actually try to get Gordon Hayward years ago before he went to Boston. He was a restricted free agent. We gave him an offer sheet, and then Utah uh, matched it. So, uh, you know, anyway, that's just a little, little, little backstory there about our relationship with Gordon Hayward. Sorry, Stevie. Please continue, my man. I was gonna, I, like, I'm just saying, like, okay, so I get one or two pieces here on the Charlotte side. You have to run it back. Like, you have to run it back. The only way these guys are getting here is this, this game stays close. So maybe I'm looking at, like, an Donovan Mitchell. He can go for 50-plus fantasy points. He's done it recently. Uh, Rudy Gobert against the front court of Charlotte, he could have 50 in this game. So, like, if this game stays competitive – you got it. I think you got to stack it is how you're going to approach this game to get contrarian on a six game slate. Absolutely. And let me say this on FanDuel, I have a much different approach for this game. LaMelo Ball is 7,600. Terry Rozier is 7,300. I, on FanDuel, I, I may very well have game stacks. And I, I'm not kidding. Like, I like these prices. 7,300 leaves me tons of meat on the bone for Terry here in this spot. Uh, so I, just on, on FanDuel, Steve, I'm going to have a much different approach to this game. And I did want people to know that on DK, I'm really not excited because of the pricing. But on FanDuel, where all of the big names that are going to touch the ball the most are under 8K, 76 for LaMelo, 71 for Hayward, 73 for Rogier. I'm very interested in the Hornets, and they're probably going to have low ownership. Um, Anything else from this game? Uh, I do like Rudy Gobert on DK at 7,200, I think it is. Uh, 7,400. I, I like that price for him. Yep. And Royce O'Neal, too. I, I do like Royce O'Neal at 4,500. All right. We finished it out here with Washington at LA taking on the Lakers. 226 total here. Lakers favored by six and a half. Um, Brian and Ish Smith remain out. Anthony Davis and Schroeder are out uh, for the Lakers. Let's start with Washington. Um, listen, no Anthony Davis makes Lakers games way more competitive. Oh, I love it. It's, it's the way best. more competitive. Uh, so, like, this is our hammer game. Like, you can play – I think you can play Westbrook or Beal or both. Um, you know, Beal, he's been, like, just a consistent, like, 50 fantasy points a night, it seems like, right now. And Westbrook has the upside to go 60-70. So does Beal. But outside of those two guys, like, it's really hard to trust anybody else um, on the Washington side of things. Absolutely. And, Steve, you know, we were we were looking at Russell Westbrook when he was, you know, 9K. <laughs> he was under 9K earlier this month, Stevie. And I'm sure everybody, you know, he didn't quite get there all the time and everybody was worried. <laughs> but lo and behold, Russell Westbrook passed three games, 56, 52, 61, uh, you know, and, you know, kind of rounding back into form here. Still not shooting very well consistently, but the peripheral, Stevie, 13 rebounds, 15 assists, 13 rebounds, 12 assists, 11 rebounds, 13 assists. This is fantastic. If he's going to continue 
to squeeze out these triple doubles. He's going to be in play at 10-1. You talked about the Lakers games being a lot more uh, palatable and competitive with Anthony Davis out. So I'm, I'm really excited about this game. And I'm with you just to, you know, slam this point home here. It's just Westbrook and Beal. I, I don't want to play anybody else. And then on the Lakers side of things, like – it's going to be so interesting to see what happens here with Schroeder out. Um, like, do, like what's your what's your best guess here, Will? Um, what do you think we're looking at with you know Schroeder out and Anthony Davis out now for the Lakers? Well, it's the LeBron show, and then you've got to hope that you know Kyle Kuzma can get the job done. He's sixty seven hundred. I don't like this price, Stevie. But against Washington, I'm willing to take the risk. Hopefully people understand what I'm saying when I say that. He is not in a, in a normal sense worth 6700 I mean, we even saw it in Brooklyn. Uh, but against Washington, I, I may be willing to take on, take on some of that risk. Not in like a single entry or something like that, but in a you know, mass multi-entry, I'm, I'm definitely willing to do it. Uh, Montrez Harrell is probably going to be in play. Uh, in this spot against Washington. So he's a guy I'm going to consider. And then you've got two of these cheap pieces in KCP and Wesley Matthews. I am not sure if one or either of these guys would hit some sort of value. But listen, they're playing Washington. I'm willing to accept the risk. So, you know, KCP and Matthews, uh, I think those are guys we probably want to look at for value here. Uh, I would be willing to maybe play one of those in a single entry. Uh, maybe KCP because I feel like, you know, his minutes are slightly more stable, but even Wesley Matthews played 31 minutes the last game. So that's kind of where I am. But LeBron, 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 he's for sure uh, going to be someone that I think is is one of the top studs on the slate in this spot. Yeah. Like, you know, just point LeBron, like, <laughs> point point like lebron james gonna play point guard in this game right like um (laughs) you know when kuzma and anthony davis have been off the floor this season lebron's played 392 um not kuzma schroeder and davis have been off the floor this season lebron's played 392 minutes and has a 34.4 percent usage rate averaging 1.46 fantasy points per minute and he faces washington um Washington doesn't play defense and and like it's just we know that and everybody knows that like this is a team that has been ranked in the bottom 10 almost all all year in in, you know defense they have been playing defense better lately you know give them a little credit I guess but um, I'm still not sold like they're playing at the fastest pace in the NBA the Lakers play at the third slowest pace um, in the NBA recently like point LeBron I hate even saying this, but I, I think this is a spot that uh, Caruso is somewhat in play, but I really think like KCP. Um, I, I think this is a spot that KCP is going to have a couple of, like he's going to get some open shots in this game and it, it's all going to come down if he hits them or not. But I think he, you know, at 3,900, it might be worth a look and, you know, he's likely going to play 30, 35 minutes in this game. KCP. Ah, man. Listen, you, listen, when you start saying play KCP, I'm starting to get excited. This is reminiscent of about four years ago now. So, or maybe three. Is it three or four, Stevie? KCP has been in LA two years or three years? 
think he's, uh, I think this is the third season he's been third, out there. So, so maybe four years. Yeah, man. The KCP whispers back. Thank you, everybody. If you have, if you haven't been on this pod or been listening, uh, I don't want to make it an official <laughs> KCP game. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to like give up my like KCP like um, streak. Like you know, there was a time like Will was about to say there was a time that I didn't get KCP wrong. So. Uh, that was a long time ago. I I had him figured out when he was with Detroit. Like ever since then, it's been flip a coin. But I, I do think that he's in play here under four K uh, with no Schroeder. Absolutely. Um, that's it. Well, let's play the morning grind game, and then we're gonna get out of here. Uh, favorite play under five A or five K to go seven X. Uh, what are we looking at today? Oh man, let's see what we have. I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I think, um, I, I think Al Horford's gonna be out. That, that's just kind of my read. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll uh, with 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 Roby. I, I think that's where I'm gonna roll. I, I think he's gonna be out. Yeah, we probably should have got into that a little bit more. Horford, I don't think he's played a back to back yet this season. I highly doubt he does here. Uh, so I like the Isaiah Roby call. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. Uh, 5K or 5K to go 7X. Um, it wouldn't be a Monday without saying KCP goes um, 7, 5, yeah, 7X. 7X. Here comes. Um, that's the official whisper call. Um, over 8K, <laughs> uh, over 8K to go under 5X. We have for a six game slate, we have a ton of options up here. Uh, who's the bus today? You know, I'm taking Dame, man. I already talked about it. 10-9, playing Phoenix, which is a pretty good defensive team. So that's kind of going to be where I am. Um, This is so tough today. I'm just going to say, like, I already already talked about, like, I don't like this game outside of, like, stacking it. But I'm going to go LaMelo, and it's just more of I think this game is going to blow out. Uh, favorite 6X play, Will. Who do you got? Well, uh, PJ Tucker. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I almost wrote it down. I'm not taking PJ Tucker today, man. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm going to go. This is another guy we talked about early on. I'm taking John Wall at 8K. I, I think John Wall, this is right in his wheelhouse. I think this could be an easy 50 spot for him. So that's where I'm going. I like, uh, again, I, I feel like I sound like a broken record but i'm just gonna keep playing jimmy butler like i'm just gonna keep playing jimmy butler um let's get weird gpp play of the day maybe i should have saved this for kcp um let's get weird gpp play of the day who do you got yeah i don't don't know how weird this is going to be but i think i'm going with that i don't think it's going to be weird i think he's going to get ownership i was going to go with uh with john morant but I think he's going to get ownership, Stevie. That's the, the more I think about it. So I'm, I'm going to get off him. Let's get weird. I'm going with Bam out of bio. I don't think Bam's going to get ownership on this slate. And I like Bam here. Yeah, just kind of looking at this slate overall, um, I think there's a lot of great plays. And, and like, I think Bam, I, I think you're right. I think he will um potentially go a little overlooked in this spot um 
man, there's so many good plays on this slate. Um, I'm going to go Duncan Robinson. And, and I think – I like it. I like that, Stevie. Man. I, I think a lot of people are going to go Kendrick Nunn. And, like, I'm not hating on that. And I think Vincent could get run if Hero's out. But if these guys sit, I, I think they play Duncan Robinson a, a gazillion minutes in this game. And when he's hitting shots, he could break slates. So uh, that's my let's get rid of GP play. Uh, game selection, what's standing out to you on uh, DraftKings or FanDuel today, Will? I'm going to go DraftKings, man. I got to let you make your, your announcement on DraftKings. I'm just going to, you know, talk about the, the Showtime single entry $100. Uh, I think you guys have realized, man, we really like these single entry contests. I think they're big time, uh, not only from a competitive edge, but just for your bankroll. And, uh, you know, listen, you know, everybody wants to chase 100K and you guys know how I feel about, you know, lower entries where you can max, you know, you know, for 450 or 500 or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm always all for that. Uh, but I, I, I just think that single entry is the way to go. You can make really good money if you learn how to make one lineup uh, or one quality lineup every day, you can give yourself a chance at the end. Showtime single entry. Uh, let's give you the contest details here. That's 5K up top, uh, 3K second, I mean, 3K to second, 2K to third, 1,500 to fourth, 1,000 to fifth, and 10th place, you're going to get 500 bucks off a $100 investment. Uh, and you get double your money back at the, uh, once you cross the cash line. So I, just, I, I think it's a really good contest. Uh, which which a lot of the single entry ones are. Speaking of single entry, we got the single entry series over there on FanDuel um, partner with Roto Grinders this week. It is the twenty five dollar um, NBA and one. This payout structure is awesome. It's good for bankroll building, uh, but it also you know it has some you know up top money as well. So somebody's going to turn twenty five bucks into six grand in this one. Top 10s, only 28% of the money uh, pays 23% of the field. And it's a 2x min cash. So this is a it's a really strong payout structure. This is a great build, bankroll building. If you've been using um, like what I've been talking about with game selection a lot this year and you've been able to build up a bankroll, this is a, this is a good one to check out. So, But make sure that it's, um, <laughs> it's in your price range. Don't overextend. Uh, Will, any over-unders or against the spreads that um, are standing out to you on this one? Yeah, we've got Dallas minus four and a half. I think I'm going to take the Grizzlies at plus four and a half. I just I don't believe in Dallas's defense right now, and I could be very, very wrong about this, but I think I'm going to take the Grizzlies plus four and a half in this one. All right. Um it's hard for me not to say like Houston minus one. Um, yeah, obviously, I, I want to see how like I want to see how some news breaks on this slate, but I think Houston minus one um, is probably my favorite one right now. Um, and then obviously we'll wait and see. But I think the Washington line. I think Washington could keep the game against the Lakers close with no Anthony Davis and no Schroeder. So I almost said Washington plus six and a half. So. I'm, I'm hoping like by the time I wake up in the morning, that one moves a little bit and we can um, talk about that one over there on scores and odds. So um, any final thoughts before we get out of here, Will? No, sir. I'm good to go, man. Always a pleasure hanging out with you on the pod. Uh, hope you enjoyed that Orlando game the other night. That game was awesome, man. Um, it was so nice to be back at a, uh, at a sporting event. 
like I, I had a busy weekend. I went to the Magic game. My daughter's birthday was this weekend, and you know there was NASCAR, so a lot of stuff going on. But um, hope everyone had a great weekend. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more NBA. We got a bigger slate tomorrow, and uh, we'll be back talking about it. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then.